The following presentation is brought to you by the Realm Network. This is the icon, Matt Hardy, the man who is stronger than death, and you are listening to the Rough House Podcast. The opinions expressed in the Rough House Podcast do not necessarily reflect those of the WWE, Lucha Underground, Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor, GFW, are they even still a thing? MCW Pro Wrestling, CZW, Nads Flappy Sack, Marvel Studios, Kellogg's, Frisky's Cat Food, Ted Turner, Jameson Irish Whiskey, Fruit of the Loom, Hershey's, Samsung, Amblin Entertainment, Groundskeeper Willie, or the cast and crew of The Walking Dead. Since the dawn of mankind, those in professional wrestling have turned to the Pro Wrestling Podcast to gain insight into how to do their jobs, how to create angles, develop new characters, and create fiery feuds with which to capture an audience's attention. What better group of individuals than basement dwellers on internet purchased microphones to guide the hand of a multi-million dollar industry? We're proud to present one such podcast courtesy of the Realm Network here at the Rough House where black people and white people watch wrestling and expanding people too and all people. Hey everybody, welcome to another uh, edition of the Rough House Podcast. I am Christoph. Marty is on assignment, and by assignment I mean uh, taking his wife out of town for something. I don't know, he's, he's good to his wife. Son of a bitch. Um, but uh, in his place, I have uh, a good brother, uh, my buddy Mark. You hear me talk about it all the time. I was talking with my buddy Mark about this, about this, about this. So uh, uh, we're filming... Filming. I said filming. I believe you mean recording. I do mean recording. Yes. We're recording this uh, very late at night after our shift at Magooby's Joke House. So, uh, Mark, thank you for filling in tonight. Oh, it's my pleasure. Um, long-time listener, first-time guest host. I, I love it. <laughs> well, uh, a lot of stuff to cover um, this week in uh, the terrible world of WWE. Some big stuff in New Japan coming up. Um, no new news on Lucha Underground to report, unfortunately. But uh, we have some news locally here in Baltimore, especially right here where we're sitting right now. Why don't you go ahead and break the news here? Uh, so, as you guys uh, may or may not know, well, definitely not about me because you've never heard my voice before, but uh, <laughs> but uh, Chris and I work at Magooby's Joke House. It's a uh, I, I'm going to go ahead and say the biggest comedy club in the Baltimore area. I or, think that's a fair or, assessment, yeah, yeah. Sure, I mean, the factory gives us a run for money, but we're not plugging the factory. No. Uh, we're at Magooby's Joke House, and um, on February 20th, that's a Wednesday night, February okay. 20th. All right. Um, we are going to have a professional wrestler and a recently turned stand-up comedy, uh, comic, excuse me, uh, Dolph Ziggler in the yeah. house. Uh, Dol- Dolph is going to uh, be on our stage and um you know i don't know much about his um stand-up routine but i've heard he's uh, really going for it and um I've, I've actually heard some good reviews so it should be a lot of fun um at the very least you'll get to see one of the top stars in professional wrestling on yeah the, your local stage yeah also um for the rough house uh podcast listeners um rough house legend justin schlegel <laughs> will be uh hosting that show oh confirmed uh confirmed as far okay. as i know yes the ink is still wet on this deal, so uh, there's no information about it quite yet on, on the Magoobies website, but it should be coming up soon as uh, as well as uh, 
the ability to buy tickets uh, within the next week or so, I'd imagine. So, the uh, ink and Justin's pants, both still wet at the same time uh, in regards to that. So that's exciting. Uh, once we get everything uh, online and posted, we'll uh, we'll put the link up on our uh, socials here with the Rough House. So uh, big news, Dolph Ziggler. I mean, you've uh, had Mick Foley come through the hollowed halls here in the past. We and, have had um, Mick Foley, yes. And uh, all I know about Dolph Ziggler's um, comedy career is what I've seen in Total Divas. So it's not a lot. Uh, just a couple, a uh, couple little jokes and some crowd work. But you know, the guy is a good talker, one of the better ones in the Fed right now. So uh, stands to reason that uh, he can come up with some funny bits and uh, perform it well. Yeah, um, I uh, am personally a huge unrepentant Dolph Ziggler mark, as you know. Yes. I um, so uh, I, of course, when I heard that the, it was officially happening, I, I googled you know Dolph Ziggler comedy, and um, the only thing that I could directly find was actually a. Uh, one of those Comedy Central roast battle things. Okay, all um, right. He was on one of those, and you know what? He's got some presence, he's got some timing, so. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, from cutting promos on live TV for, Christ, he's been there 10 plus years at this point, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, the Spirit Squad, I mean, that, that was, what, 2005? Uh, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I think that was, that was the first DX return. Oh, man. Well, um, better I, than the, the last DX well, return. Yes. That's or, or, or the sure. ongoing DX return, I guess we should yeah, say. Yeah, I don't want to talk about that. Yeah, neither, I, you know, neither do I, really. But, yeah. <laughs> Such is life. Yeah, but Dolph Ziggler actually had a uh, an interesting week on Raw, which um, was still not very good, uh, but still, I guess, a little bit better than the week before, which is saying something. I think we can all agree that this was a, at least a step in the right direction. Um, I hope so. Uh, if it wasn't for the week before that, I might say it was the worst episode of Raw of all time. But, you know... Um, I don't, is, is it Baron Corbin? Does he have a lot to do with it? Of course he does. <laughs> Baron Corbin somehow became the centerpiece of Monday Night Raw. I don't know how the fuck that happened. It makes no sense to me. I, I yeah, I, I I don't know. Um, at first, I actually kind of enjoyed his little run as a uh, as an authority figure, as um, a Friday's waiter with a bunch of flair on well, his stupid vest. Yes, well, not enough flair. Not enough flair. Twenty five pieces of flair, I think, is the uh, uh, yeah. I believe uh, Jen Franison. Um, the requirement there. Yeah, she uh, made that canon. I guess. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. But. Uh, yeah, I, uh, Baron Corbin. You know, yeah, I, I still don't quite understand why. Why? Why? <laughs> That's uh, the first thing is uh, why. Uh, other than the fact that he wasn't doing jack shit else. Um, no, he he was never a great wrestler, but he has he has the physically imposing uh, stature to him. Sure, he's sure. an okay talker. He still kind of yeah. flubs his words and lines uh, from it, time to time. He's not super convincing as an authority figure, but I guess if you're doing that, he's the the snivelly sort of guy doing Stephanie's dirty work, mm-hmm. and that seems like kind of what they're doing. Then I guess he kind of fills that role okay, but it's it's too much Corbin. Uh, yes, it's too much Corbin, and, and the reason I, I think that it worked, at least in the infancy of this run, when he was Constable Corbin, or uh, the or the assistant to Stephanie, or whatever, was that he had Kurt Angle to bounce off of a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, now, Kurt Angle is MIA. Um, I guess he's training for a full-time comeback? Oh, God, Although, please, I don't man. know, Drew McIntyre pretty much put that that, that dog down. Um, yeah, yeah, assistant to the regional manager, uh, Baron Corbin, over here. <laughs> he, he, he took over, you know, the... Uh, the full-time gig, I guess, or he's going to be taking over the the gig, assuming he beats Braun Strowman at TLC. Yeah, um, which is is a really fucking weird sentence to say. 
Yeah, there has to be some kind of craziness happening there. Either Braun's going to come in, squash it, and that'll be the end of it, and we get a new GM. Or somehow Corbin and his new alliance of uh, Lashley, Leo Rush, and uh, Drew McIntyre. Is there another one, or is that it? Uh, Leo Rush, Bobby Lashley, and Drew McIntyre. Yeah, that's it. So, uh, yeah, maybe they'll come to his aid. I don't know. There's a chance the match might not even happen, because Braun's still recovering from an elbow surgery. Um, so yeah, who knows how that will pan out, but back to, um, uh, what were we talking about? Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. So Ziggler kind of turned on McIntyre a little bit. They had a match and... Well, it it was, it was kind of weird because, uh, there's no like clear cut face turn, heel turn kind of thing going on here. Uh, 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 Corbin was being celebrated for... Or not Corbin, I'm sorry. Uh, McIntyre was being celebrated by, by Corbin. By Corbin, like right. some made up For uh, some honor. dumb shit, yeah. whatever. Uh, Ziggler comes out, doesn't exactly go face necessarily. He just kind of interrupts the program. And um, right. and is kind of a snide asshole, as Dolph Ziggler is known to do. Um, that's that's th- one of his most charming qualities. It is. Uh, they then have a match and where it's a... sweet little- ass. Yes, he does have a sweet ass. It is. That man is that man is in good shape. It's a yeah. it's nice. It's got a it's got a good uh it's got a good shape to it. You could tell there's some firmness in there, but there's mm-hmm. also a little bit of a a little bit of a cushion. A little yeah, bit a little of a little bit of cushion yeah. something that something to grab onto. And then with his hair so long, well, you know, and, and, that and, definitely helps him out. And a you know bit. what? I, I love watching that that man wrestle Seth Rollins for many reasons. I mean, of course, a little <laughs> uh, sick of it now, but both very attractive men both get sex hair very quick in the ring. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the JBF hair that just been <laughs> fucked. Yeah. No, that you're right. They do. It goes, well, Dolph Ziggler's hair has really gone to full '80s hair metal. Um, you know, he he, he he could show up on the rainbow uh, at the rainbow in in LA and just uh, and just fit in, sit in Lemmy's chair. And I don't think anybody, well, one or two people will probably turn an eye to it. But I could totally see someday. Um, Fozzie releases a single featuring Dolph Ziggler. Oh God, do you think he can sing? I well. I don't know. I, I think he could pull it off at least. Like, you mean like Double J pull it off with somebody singing and him lip syncing Sawyer Brown and... Uh... <laughs> that would work. I mean, Jericho's not the greatest vocalist of all time anyway. I mean, he's not. He's not. But he has fun with it. He does. And the, his backing band, I was a huge Stuck Mojo Mark back in the day, so... Uh... Well, y- you were the only one. <laughs> <laughs> there, were, there were at least a half dozen of us. There, there was at least uh, enough uh, on one hand of fingers. I think. Yeah, they put out a fair amount of records. There was. I've, I don't know if I've referenced this before. I probably have because it's my favorite Stuck Mojo antidote. Uh, but uh, anecdote, 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 and not antidote. Um, so they did a live album, and Bones the singer, um, like you know, it was a point where like you know the mosh kicked off, and he said, "If your legs work, I want to see you jump." <laughs> I'm like, do they have a lot of people with like handicap accessible people showing up to Stuck Mojo shows? I don't know. I'm not sure of the demographics they were pulling back in the late '90s. I will say that is. A surprisingly great Stuck Mojo anecdote. <laughs> and you said it was your favorite, and now I'm just curious how many Stuck Mojo anecdotes you have. I, 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 I don't want the show to com- go completely off the rails here, but... <laughs> uh, man, that's probably, that's probably about it. It's my favorite and only one. So it's favorite by default, but it's also really good, so it works in both remarks. Um, so Dolph Ziggler has a match with, uh, with Drew McIntyre. Uh, I don't even remember who won. That's how much it led, um, led an impact on me. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I don't think I'm alone here in saying when I've been watching Raw recently, I spend a lot of time on my phone. Mm-hmm. Um, that uh, grabbed my attention at least a little bit, but I could not actually tell you who won. I know that Drew beat the <laughs> shit out of him. Yeah. Oh, no, you know what? I do remember it. Dolph, Dolph won. won. Dolph won. won. Right, yeah, That's he, right, because Drew got pinned, and it was yeah, a big deal. He actually pinned uh, Drew McIntyre. It wasn't totally clean. Uh, Finn Balor came out and uh, hit him with a shotgun dropkick. kick. <sighs> 
<laughs> which I was I was okay with. Still protects Drew a little bit um, because he's clearly you know um, destined for greatness. Um, and also, it, it gave a little uh, character to Finn Balor, who's just been kind of floating around. Yeah, that guy definitely needs a little direction. Um, you know, his abs have great direction. Yes, they do. Uh, would. Would, point right down to his cock. Great direction. My favorite thing about Finn Balor is the look at my dick pose. You know, when he, when he does his interest with the jacket and he kind of sticks his dick out when he's hanging over the ropes and the camera just zooms right by. It like totally stays focused on the dong and kind of just tracks around. It's a beautiful shot. He, he knows what he's doing. It's I a mean, nice dick. Yeah. He's got a good dick. If you got, got a good a, dick, you show it off. He's got a good he, dick. He, neither you or I know anything about it. He's probably got a great <laughs> He's probably got a great dick. I'll tell you, if we're talking about wrestlers' dicks here, um, <laughs> <laughs> Matt Riddle uh, posted a photo on his Instagram from a match. It was a couple weeks ago, and it was a very, very pronounced Portabella in there. I was like, damn, Mrs. Riddle doing, she's, uh, she's doing okay for I don't know who Miss Riddle is, but I'm sure she's doing just fine. Uh, she uh, she probably smokes a lot of weed. I, I'm, I'm gonna go, I'm just gonna go ahead and hazard a guess there. I don't know because they did a little um, backstage, like there was a little like mini chronicle thing around his debut, um, and it like showed his mom, who was like your what you would think of of like a. Um, uh, uh, rural Pennsylvania, like sixty-some-year-old mom, like mm-hmm. picture it, and that's what she looks like. Sure, yeah. And his wife is very, very attractive, and they have a couple good-looking kids too. Uh, but she didn't. She seemed like the kind of a kind of a straight shooter to keep him kind of, kind of, kind of going down where he needs to be. Opposites do attract. Uh, you do need balance in in your life. Yeah, yeah. But I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure. You know. I'm sure she's getting it real good from that. Uh, from Mini Riddle. From bro. From the bro. From the bro. <laughs> uh, wow, God, we just kept um, talking Finn, about Finn, people's Finn Balor dicks. has some direction now. Yeah, right? Finn um, Balor's got something to do. Yeah, um, you know, and, and then he came back uh, later in the evening and um, saved Elias more or less. Uh, actually, he mostly just grabbed Leo Rush. Yeah, him back on stage for a for a guitar shot, which is something that I always pop for. I love a good guitar shot. Yeah, it's a shame they can't do the head the head yeah. shots. I don't know why. I guess it's because it's. Uh, wood or particle wood or something a lot less uh, hard than steel. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the, the the guitar headshots never really bothered me to the extent uh, that the chair shots to sure. the head did, especially unprotected. The only things I always worried about uh, on um, guitar headshots were, you know, you see those strings just start flying around. Someone could lose an eye like that. Well, that's true. I feel like most of them are gimmicked uh, in a way that they kind of try to make it as safe as possible. Uh, you would think. Uh, um, and they always put, like, some talcum powder in there, too, to really mm-hmm. make an extra... Jeff Jarrett was king for that. He, well, oh, yeah. I mean, that, like, when you think of guitar headshots, you think of Jeff Jarrett. You have to. I, I, I like to think at some point maybe we can – maybe Elias will overtake that, that title. Yeah, but, but he, he'll never he'll never overtake because there's no headshots. Yeah, also he doesn't have a catchphrase as catchy as slap nuts. <laughs> Still don't know what the fuck slap nuts is, but – I don't know, <laughs> but two uh, slap nuts Jeff Jarrett-related stories. Last night, Thursday night, I was doing a trivia game. I had a team whose name was Slapnuts, and I'm fairly certain they were not Jeff Jarrett fans. Um, but simultaneously, the Thursday night football game, I guess, was in Tennessee. Yeah. Uh, and they're doing the pregame show. And I, I look up, and I'm like, is that fucking Jeff Jarrett coming th- th- out? That was Jeff Jarrett. And it's J-E-F-F-J-A-R-R-E. Fuck, I fucked it up. T Double J Jeff Jarrett. The world's greatest singer, the world's greatest wrestler, and your mother is a whore. I don't remember the third one. 
Slap nuts. Um, and, and actually, uh, the Jeff Jarrett uh, on Thursday Night Football thing was actually, there was another layer of weird to that um, because it was on Fox. And they, yes. they actually plugged uh, they SmackDown debuting on Fox yeah. uh, next year, um, which is odd to have someone who's not necessarily known for their WWE career no. to be plugging SmackDown, but Tennessee, Jeff Jarrett, I, I, we'll, right. we'll, we'll let it go. And he's a WWE yeah. Hall of Famer, <laughs> sure. so, you sure. know, he, he threw up the, the SmackDown t-shirt. And he did. For whatever reason, he had a really big sword. When he came out as well and like did like a big sword stab into the ground, I I, I didn't catch that part of it. Uh, maybe, it was maybe weird. Maybe it's because they were they're the Titans. I don't know. I would I would associate a Titan with a like a hammer uh, or an Infinity Gauntlet. Or, which, fucking hell! Finally, finally, good lord! It it came and then I came. Chris, go ahead and talk about Avengers for a minute. <sighs> the trailer dropped this morning, Friday morning. Um, I was, and I think it dropped around eight a.m. And I was driving to work at that time, and I clocked in around 8.30. You know, I'm doing my morning routine. And then, like, four, 15 minutes later, my phone starts blowing up. And it was Marty. Uh, I was like, did you see it yet? Did you see it? I'm like, fuck, it's out. Uh, so then I ran and to the break room and got myself a cup of coffee. Uh, luckily, I had earbuds with me because I had to do some bullshit training thing. Um, so I, I just sat there. I tuned out everybody, and I watched the trailer. And it was like I, – I started, like – just I got chills and I was like trembling and then quivering. My body is ready for this movie. And really, I know nothing more than I did going into not seeing going into the seeing this trailer. Aside from the fact that Hawkeye uh, is essentially not Hawkeye anymore, he's gone full Ronin, um, sword and everything. So uh, that's really the only news uh, that came from this trailer. I actually wanted to ask you about this because uh, for the listeners at home, I I, I like Marvel. You, you dabble. I, 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 yeah, I dip my toe in the water. I'm not nearly the fan that Chris is. He's actually sitting in front of me in an Avengers shirt right now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I, I was going to ask why um, why uh, Jeremy Renner looks like he's just coming off a four-day Coke binge. Yeah. Well, um, I, I didn't know if that was a part of the Hawkeye character because that's you know not one of the bigger stars or, uh, or bigger characters, characters. yeah I think I think it started post Civil War in um, in the comics when he kind of um, I don't remember I don't remember exactly what happened whether he, he they thought people thought he was dead or something like that so mm -hmm. he kind of assumed this identity under a mask of uh, this Ronin um, uh, vigilante type character uh, with the sword so he dropped the bow and arrow and then eventually Kate Bishop another character came in to take over the mantle of Hawkeye mm -hmm. uh, that was the Matt Fraction run I believe on Hawkeye which was really good if you uh, if, if you're into that uh, into the comics thing but yeah so he you know he's he's in there and I popped I've never popped for Jeremy Renner at any point in my neither life neither has anyone else yeah, yeah except but... for maybe Mrs. Renner uh, or <laughs> Or, or maybe Jeremy Renner's mother. I, yeah, I don't know. Maybe, uh, but he showed up. I was like, "Oh shit!" And then, uh, and then the end. The, you know, the little brevity from Scott uh, from Scott Lang and Paul Rudd, who is uh, just just a goddamn delight. Oh, he's he's the most likable human being alive. It's uh, it's really hard to hate that guy. I, I yeah, I couldn't think of anyone that I genuinely like more than Paul Rudd, except for possibly Mark Ruffalo. Ruffalo is very very likable, but Paul Rudd is more of like. Uh, He's just more of a goofball. Yes, and I, yeah. I, I relate to that a lot more. <laughs> He's a guy that you're more likely to have a beer with than Mark Ruffalo. Yes, sure. and um, speaking of Paul Rudd and having beers, 
Have you watched? I know we're off of wrestling. We'll get back to it in a minute, but you know how we do. Uh, on Netflix, uh, Bumpin' Mics yet? Yes, yes. I watched the first episode. It was great. I, I, I heard about Paul Rudd's, uh, yeah. uh, Paul Rudd's cameo, um, but I have not quite gotten there yet. Well, there's only three Bruce episodes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, I wish there was more. It's uh, If you haven't watched any of your fan of comedy, and as we're sitting in a yeah. comedy club doing this podcast, it's uh, David Tell and Jeffrey Ross, um, and they basically just rag on each other. Uh, and just bump mics. And then they bump their mics, and uh, when, when they get a good uh, a good knock yeah. on each other. Also, as we're sitting here in Magooby's joke house, uh, Dave Attell is known to come at least once a year. So keep your eyes. <laughs> um, and he's fantastic every time you see him. Dave's so, great. Yeah. I love Dave. Uh, Dave, uh, small guy, little fella. Yeah, yeah, that's a tiny little fella. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He's a, little, a little bigger than you. Uh, you're, he, you're a little guy. You could fit in my pocket. I think. I, I could. I could. Uh, um, one one fun thing about David Tell, I'll say, and then I promise we'll get back to wrestling. Um, whenever he comes for a weekend at Magooby's, he. Uh, he doesn't drink anymore, so yeah. of course, he, so of course, nobody's getting tips or anything. None of the servers or the bartenders, which is fine. You know, the man doesn't drink anymore. Sure. Um, so, in lieu of that, um, his first night there, he'll always walk back to our server table. Uh, you know, where the servers check out credit cards and all that kind of stuff. With I'm, I'm not kidding, like an armload of Halloween candy. Yeah, you're um, right. I like, remember. Like we're, we're talking hundreds of dollars of Halloween candy. Just drops it and says, "Here you guys go. Thank you very much." And that's about all you really talk to him for the rest of the weekend. But a great yeah. guy. We love yeah. Dave. Hell, hell a nice guy. Um, also, one last thing before we get to wrestling. Okay. I just want to uh, um, ask you about this. So, again, I'm not the biggest Marvel guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But, 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 I, but, I, but I did see that um, Jake Gyllenhaal was announced to be Mysterio for the, Correct. For, for the new Spider-Man. Spider-Man Far From Home, which comes out in July of 19, I believe. So, my question is, does that mean that I could see Jake Gyllenhaal put on a mask and hit a 619? Absolutely. Okay, yep. Yeah, but, yeah, then I'm in. For sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, got the, he's got the Lucha mask. He's already getting the tattoos now. He's going to commit fully. Um, <laughs> booyaka, booyaka. <laughs> I think POD is ready to come back and do and play him in to the movie. Uh, oh man, P- POD and Jake Gyllenhaal. Name a more iconic duo. Right there. <laughs> Sorry, Peyton and Billy. You're not quite there. No, no, they're not. I, I I do love me some iconics, but you do, you do, you always. You've mm-hmm. you've been you've been down with the iconics uh, since, uh, since day since, one. Since day since one. Day one is the day one is H. Um, so yeah, raw. Raw seems just kind of to lack direction and characters that you want to care about. I mean, you know, they they did the thing with Braun where, you know, he he was the face and then he had to go heel to fight Roman and then the terrible stuff with Roman happened and then they were left with heel Braun, but then you have him against Corbin, so he's kind of the face and then he gets injured and then he's out. Yeah, Brock Lesnar win the title back. He's not there. So no, uh, no Brock Lesnar, no championship, which sucks. You have Seth Rollins doing all the heavy lifting he can in a really um, flat, Dean Ambrose program and it's just really just not it's 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 reverted back to hot dog cart Dean Ambrose uh, and not like I'm going to rip your fucking face off Dean Ambrose which is the one I really wanted to see and it looked like we were going to get for a couple weeks there yeah which is really disappointing honestly I mean because uh, I, 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 I think you know with you know obviously the awful Roman yeah uh, leukemia coming back you know they, they, they were really up against the wall yeah um, and but they they haven't done anything with that. I mean, uh, the the logical I think anyone with a brain would have uh, put the belt on Braun at Crown Jewel, and then you have still have your main event scene. You can have him face Braun champion right. against uh, McIntyre yeah. or Lashley for a month or whatever. Sure. Um, and then you can still do your your Dean and your Seth feud, um, which started out great with uh, you know the same night as Roman yeah. announcing he has leukemia. Um, you, you turn Dean Ambrose that night. I mean, you get once in a lifetime heat there, um, right. which you know controversially. 
you know, it may, it may have been in poor taste, but again, it's a once in a lifetime right. thing. I mean, and you, you got to strike while the iron's hot, right? And, and you got to make the best out of a bad situation. Sure, yeah. Um, and it was a, it was an angle you were going to run anyway. Yeah, exactly. Um, Just fast forward it, get it done, right. and then you know, and then the next week or the two weeks afterwards, they kind of leaned into it again with Dean saying how you know we're. Yeah, you know, Seth is paying for his sins just like Roman is paying yeah. for his. And, the, you know, it kind of raised a couple eyebrows yeah. and was like, ah, that's still a little icky. Whether or not Roman signed off on it, and chances are he did. I'm sure he did. Because yeah. um, I don't think they yeah. would do that without his no. his permission. Uh, but either way, he just kind of left a poor, bad taste in people's mouths. So then we're kind of just stuck with, uh, with, with wacky, zany Bane Ambrose here. Right. Well, and, and, and on paper, you know, uh, Ambrose coming out with a, with a, a SWAT team, I guess, or a, a tactical biological team or whatever yeah. sounds great, especially when you think of, you know, the visual cues of the shield, you know, I mean, that, right. that, that is an added layer to that. But uh, when you get past the visual aspect of it, it came down to another you people um, uh, yeah. promo, which which we're all sick of. One of maybe yeah. the worst trope in WWE. And as you people smell, yeah, yeah, I, and, and like, you know, in the week before, he's getting fucking inoculated in the ass. I, I, yeah, it it's, was. Uh, it, it, it's just been very odd. I mean, th- this this story writes itself. I mean, Seth turns on Dean years ago. Uh, yeah, Dean comes to the conclusion that Seth has not changed, or he's changed, or whatever. There's a lot of ways to go about, and actually, in the beginning of the feud, um, you know, the first night that he attacked him, uh, he was throwing the title belts at him, saying, "All you care about is this. Yeah. You don't care about me. You don't care about Roman. Whatever." That that's way more interesting than Dean coming out in a gas mask and saying, "You people smell." Um, right, because it has nothing to do with Seth. No, it doesn't. This is a personal feud, a one-on-one feud. This has nothing to do... This isn't Randy Orton doing not right. the 900th heel turn and saying, <laughs> you people did this to me. This is a different thing, and they've just... I, I don't know if it's if it's falling back to what they're comfortable with or, or something, but, but on the flip side of that, on SmackDown this week, we saw a different type of you people promo from Daniel Bryan. Right, and that's that's the way you really lean into the good side of that. Yeah. It's, it's more uh, of... Because it's somebody that you know. Everybody has a friend like that who is uh, a vegan or, you know, um, is a super green environmentalist or whatever. And Daniel Bryan, you know, they always say the greatest gimmicks is your own personality mm-hmm. turned up to 11. Sure. Well, this is Daniel Bryan just turned up to 11 with a little side of dickishness in oh, yeah. there. Um, he, he's, you know, it's the I'm better than you because I'm this sort of thing. Which we were talking about earlier was is, is essentially the same thing that Punk did mm-hmm. back in the day with the Straight Edge Society. So I don't know if he's going to have a, a, a you know a green team with him or something eventually to to flank him and, and back I, him up. I, I personally would love a green team. I don't know who else you uh you, you put you know on the roster right now who you put with him. I don't know. Maybe Lars Sullivan. Uh, uh, you bring him up and put him with Ryan and call him a um I don't know like some sort of like. Toxic Avenger type. <laughs> we, we, we polluted the waters in the Rocky Mountains, and we ended up with Lars Sullivan's weird ass. Maybe we can pull Moppy back out from uh, from the, yes, from the utility yes. closet and give it to give it to Lars and be Toxic Avenger there. Whenever uh, they do finally build like a physical WWE Hall of Fame, Moppy yeah. better be on fucking display. Oh, it has to be, it has to be. Well, we're going up to WrestleMania, so if they do yeah, access, yes. uh, maybe it'll be. Uh, maybe we'll see Moppy out there. And, and if not, we'll start the we want Moppy or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Moppy, Moppy or Head. What do you got? You know, I think I'm going to go with Moppy. 
um, only because Head was just a little too on the nose for an Attitude Era joke. It was funny, and looking back, it was great, and it was super over. Like, yeah, it really <laughs> like was. Ridiculously it's the most over, over Al Snow's yeah. ever been in his entire life. But uh, I I love Moppy. I also love Perry Saturn, and uh, he's actually fallen some tough times recently, from what I hear. But uh, yeah, health wise, I yeah, think, yeah, right? I, I believe he may have had some struggle with some addiction, as right. a lot of the guys from that generation did. Yeah. Uh, I think he may be doing better now. I, you know, I don't really have eyes on Perry Saturn. <laughs> oh, really? You're not keeping track of him? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you had one job to do, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah, sorry. That's why you brought me in here, and I fucked yeah. it up. You, uh, you were supposed to... You and Vir- Virgil and uh, Perry Saturn. Those are the two you had to look out for. Uh, I'm on Perry Saturn detail for now on. <laughs> yes, that's exactly... I, I expect weekly check-ins <laughs> on Tout. Okay? Let's make that shit happen. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, so Daniel Bryan is essentially a... Uh, um, hippie, green, Kurt Cobain, angsty, Seattle fuckwad. And he's so good at it. And, man, he's owning it. I mean, he's so he, good. he's changed his appearance in slight ways. With Like, his hair is over his face. And yeah. stringy, like, like Kurt Cobain right before he yeah, died. Yeah, and a little and, uh, more disheveled. And sure. he's wearing, like, the flannels. And, yeah, uh, like, like, like a pseudo-drug rug kind of sweater. Yeah, yeah. Just looking like a real shit. Even, like, the <laughs> the color motifs are, are Cobain-esque, too. He, he's, you know? just, he's just looking like someone that would come up to you outside of a bar and try to bum a cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> but give it back to you if it's a menthol. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or, or if it's not an American spirit. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's the kind of guy who rolls his own cigarettes. <laughs> yes, yes. That's what he looks like. And and he's and I mean that, that promo was awesome. I mean, I, I said it to you earlier. I mean, you, you see at one point the Miz is like, wow, he's out healing me right yeah. now. And, and I mean, that's really not a small feat to say. The yeah, because the Miz has been one of the top heels the past couple years now, just crushing it on all levels. And uh, you know, it's kind of weird after their whole rivalry to kind of see them more or less on the same page, but not entirely. And then you have this weird stuff with Miz and Shane McMahon and Shane McMahon is just, his whole thing is weird to begin with, uh, with this best in the world thing, but he's not really, he's not really digging into that too much now. I guess they're just planting seeds and playing uh, the long game here, which is something they're not prone to do. Um, Well, I I like to think that maybe they learned a little bit from last year. I mean, of course we know Shane McMahon's going to have some sort of mania program. He always does. And he's going to do something crazy. Right. And it's going to be fine for what it is. Yeah. But um, last year, uh, of course that mania program was, from I believe it was October, uh, he was feuding with Kevin Owens yeah. all the way up until Mania, and, and, and that was a drag. I mean, it, it, it wasn't even bad, and the payoff was actually pretty great with Daniel Bryan coming back. Well, yeah, um, the match and, was fun. Yeah, uh, but man, that was a long program, six months or whatever. Yeah. Um, and, and they all put in great work. It's just too much. So, so maybe they, they had this idea to have the best in the world in Saudi Arabia. Right. McMahon wins. Just keep, you know, dropping it in here, uh, dropping it in there, here and there. Yeah. To... Uh, you know, build something back up probably post Rumble, I would guess. Yeah, 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 and and back to Brian. So he, um, you know, he 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 attacked AJ after. Um, did AJ have a match? Um, AJ came out during Miz TV. That's right. That's um, right. And and then Miz actually saved Daniel Bryan. Um, uh, he hit AJ with a skull crushing finale. That's right. Um, yeah. I wouldn't mind a, a short little heel Miz Bryan. Alliance, uneasy alliance at that. I'm cool with yeah, it. Yeah, I, 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 think I think it would I, be great. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think that's where any of us thought that they would take that feud or that program. No, and um, that's a good thing. We, we we like when WWE surprises us in good ways. in good ways. Yes. Yeah, usually it's it's the annoying yes. ways. And uh, Brian on commentary talking about how. Uh, he wants his daughter to kick uh, every man in the crotch. <laughs> <laughs> he's so he's so fucking good. I, so great. Um, 
Yeah, I, he, he's the ultimate babyface, and he became the best heel in the company overnight. He's really a once-in-a-generation talent. I mean, He really is. I mean, just everything. He, he has such a great mind for it that he yeah. knows what buttons to push, whether in the ring. You look, you look at his performance against Brock Lesnar. You know, that was just performed to a T. It really was. Um, and then, you know, even on the mic, he's, he's really, really knocking out of the park. And I think, is, is there a stipulation? I don't think there's a stipulation to their match. I think it's just a straight match at um, TLC. I believe that is just a one-on-one match, which is actually what I want from an AJ Styles, Daniel Bryan match. Right, yeah. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't need, need anything else. Yeah, uh, Especially with Bryan's dome. The, the only thing I, I might want is uh, maybe like a no-DQ uh, type thing, just so that Bryan can't kick him in the nuts again. Because AJ's nuts need a break. Dude, yeah. <laughs> AJ's nuts. Oh, man. <laughs> AJ's uh, nuts had a rough two, 2K18. Nakamura, I, I thought, did did a number on him, uh, then Joe, uh, Joey Samoe. Yeah. I, is it okay that I say Joey you, Samoe? You can I, say Joey <laughs> Samoe. Please, please, um, spread the Joey yeah. Samoe love. Joey Samoe. Our uh, favorite bartender. <laughs> Joey Samoe, um, yes, great bartender. I love his little, his little oh, button down shirt. That so was great. great. Uh, yeah, he, he, uh, he did not do uh, AJ's family jewels any favors. No, I think, I think AJ finally, his wife finally got the girl, so I think they're, they're good on kids at this point. They have like fucking five. Yeah, five, I think right he, now he's he's getting that hard way vasectomy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> that's fucking hysterical. Uh, so uh, what the fuck else happened? SmackDown was actually a really good Smackdown show. Was good. Uh, SmackDown was a, was a fun show. Um, we had a triple threat uh, for the one person from the three teams that are in the tag team TLC match happening at TLC. So it, we had. Is that a TLC match? I, th- I was under the impression that it was just a triple threat tag match. I could. Oh. I, I hope I'm wrong. Uh, well, I, I mean, I actually, sure. either way, that match will be fucking tops. Let's see. I'll, I'll look it up as we talk. But it was uh, it was Cesaro, uh, Xavier, and Jimmy John Uso. One of the Usos. Well, I, I, one of Usos. One, Whichever one, Uso. one was not on Mixed Match Challenge. Us one. I don't. I don't fucking know. Hold on. TLC 2018. But Cesaro, uh, being amazing as he is, did another crazy feat of strength. I think he had uh, Xavier on his shoulders and then spun uh, Us around. Dude. It's a fucking freaking nation. It, it was incredible. I mean, yeah, um, it's a spot we've seen Tyler Bate do uh, in NXT. Yes, um, but That's uh, true. you got to keep in mind. I mean, Tyler Bate he's incre- he's amazing for being twenty one years old, but he's also got Stood. T- he's also got a twenty one year old body. Uh, Cesaro right. is in his mid thirties, and this is true. Um, I don't exactly remember who Tyler Bate did that to. I want to say it was the Undisputed Era, probably Roderick Strong and um, yeah, and Kyle O'Reilly, right. smaller men than Xavier and uh, and Us yeah. one or two. Um, so, but so yes, uh, hats off to Cesaro. Uh, he never ceases to amaze us. W- one of the best around for sure. Yeah, and, and it's just a regular match. Just a regular match. That's what I thought. Uh, I wouldn't mind seeing that get a, a ladder or even the full TLC stipulation, especially because we've seen these three teams together so many times. Not that it's ever bad. It's actually often great. Great. Yeah. yeah. No matter which combination of those three teams are together or all three of them at once. It's always something special, and that's definitely something I'm looking forward to at TLC, which is shaping up to be a pretty solid card, actually. Yeah, I pulled it up, and this is Wikipedia, so I'm not sh- I don't remember all these matches being confirmed, but uh, Natalia and Ruby Riot in a tables match. I, I heard about that. I saw them uh, a tweet about that. I saw that as well, and then the, the, the SmackDown tag match, Elias versus Bobby Lashley, mm-hmm. uh, and then Finn Balor versus Drew McIntyre. Which is news to me. I think I missed that somewhere along the way. They, they were announced around the same time. I, I think a lot of people's feelings that they're having these matches on the back burner in case uh, Strowman can't go. Okay. And, and then maybe make it a six-man or something, just combine the matches. All right. Which would be a good right. way to hide that Strowman uh, might not be 100%. Right. 
And you've got Brian and Styles, Rousey and Jax, Strowman and Corbin, Rollins and Ambrose, and the Mix Match Challenge Final. And then, of course, the match, which better fucking headline the show, uh, Becky, Charlotte, and Asuka in the TLC match. There's no way that does not headline the show. Uh you know the way they're pe- pushing the evolution, and the fact that it will be the best match on the card. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, it depends on what Brian and AJ have in store okay, for fair us. Fair enough. Yeah, I guess it's hard to say anything. But, will be better than AJ and Brian. Yeah, but, they're two of the greatest. Yeah, but I mean, it, it's the TLC match, or at least one of the TLC matches on the TLC event. It's the um, only TLC match. There was a tables match. That's the only TLC match. I believe Strowman and Corbin is TLC. Is it? I yes. Fucking just glaze yes. over that because I don't care about it. <laughs> yeah, uh, and there's not really much reason to. Oh, care. it is. Yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah, um, good job. It's it, 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 a test. You it, passed. <laughs> well I, did, done. I, I did my homework. Um, it is a little strange that Rollins and Ambrose doesn't have a um, a stipulation. A stipulation. <laughs> I mean, it's for the Intercontinental Title. You could have a ladder match with them. Yeah, um, but the the TLC match will have the title hanging up there too. I didn't know if they w- didn't want to do two of those. You know, I don't yeah. necessarily. We already have a tables match, chairs matches. Let's just not do that. Fucking stupid. Or a stairs match. We don't need that either. Oh, I'd like to see the stairs match return, actually. Um, Tables, uh, ladders, chairs, and stairs. I want the Wii LC to come back. I'll get some minis back in here. Great fucking match, man. (laughs) El Torito and and Hornswoggle. Yeah, they um, tore it up. a fucking banger. That was so much fun. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, because that was... And you had the 3MB outside. uh, Drew McIntyre and Jinder Mahal. Two world champions. (laughs) I know, I know. It's fucking crazy to me. That Jinder Mahal uh, it, it still boggles my mind how he was a champion for so long. Um, I don't know what the hell that was over there. there. Um, yeah, uh, I, I actually I, I appreciate Jinder for what he is. Um, he was he was in an unwinnable position. Yeah, no, it's 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 true, and he did the best he could. It he just did. the gimmick just didn't have legs. No, I mean it, it's it's an outdated, antiquated uh, gimmick. Um, he doesn't have the ring skills to back it up. Or the mic skills. Or the mic skills. He's, he's fine. He's, he's passable. Yeah. Uh, I was actually kind of enjoying the little thing he was doing with Owens back in... Yeah, before yeah. Owens with got the, with the deep breathing and all yeah. Yeah, that. Yeah. That, that was a fun way to take it, I think. Um, uh, it didn't happen anymore. No, um, no. It didn't really pan out. Yeah, it didn't but, pan uh, out. Yeah. Uh, I wonder what the timetable is for Owens and Zayn to return. I don't know. Zayn had both shoulders or both elbows? I think shoulders. I think he was shoulders and Owens was both knees. Knees, Yeah. yeah. Those two boys worked hard for a long, long time. They did. They did. And they'll put some wear and tear on your body. But well, I'm glad that they got uh, an opportunity to, you know, get fixed up by the best in the biz because WWE spares no expense in that uh, sort of thing. You know, they're always sending people down to Dr. Andrews in uh, Mississippi or Alabama. I Uh, believe it's Alabama. Yeah, Alabama. One one, one of the two. Those those two states are um, just awful. I think Miss. I've never been to either, but I think Mississippi might be a little worse. Ah, from my dealings uh, with calling uh, social security offices in Alabama and Mississippi, <laughs> Alabama is the worst people. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. They're the workers there. They just they just hate their lives, and a lot of people filing for disability down there. Uh, but that's a whole other thing. Um, so yeah, SmackDown a decidedly better show than Raw. A couple weeks running now, and I was kind of thinking about it. Maybe, despite the booking at Survivor Series, maybe this is all intentional to build up SmackDown for its debut on Fox next year. Maybe, but then 
uh, based on that logic, why would you have Raw sweep them on Survivor Series? Well, that's why I said aside yeah. from what happened to Survivor oh, Series. Oh, okay, I'm sorry, I misheard you. Uh, my apologies. Yeah, no, no, that's okay. Um, um, but yeah, that that didn't make any sense. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, you look at the talent, well, it, you know, we always talk about how talented this roster is on both mm-hmm. sides. Right. There's a ton of people there. It's just not really... Uh, Utilizing them to the extent that they're that they can be. No, I mean a, a guy like uh, Cian Almas hasn't even been on the show in That's a, true a, a, yeah. about a month. I, I mean, know. you know, and, and there's still time for him. He's still young. He's yeah. and you know, and they clearly have big things planned for him. Yes, um, I'm not worried about him at all. When he is on the show, he's going against the the top of the line and guys, doing great, and, and looks amazing. Yeah. Doing it. Um, it has been weird that Zelina Vega has had more uh, screen time than uh, Almas recently, but you know that's yeah. neither here nor there. Also, congratulations to uh, yeah uh, Alistair Black and Zelina Vega. Yeah, I hope they Didn't took my uh, hope yeah. they took my um, yeah. <clears throat> uh, suggestions yeah. on uh, on consummating yeah. their their big night there. Oh yes, you know what? This is coming back to me. You guys already talked about this last week, and that was beautiful. Yeah, um, that, that, know, that, that brought a tear to my eyes. <laughs> I feel, uh, it, it brought a tear to my other eye because uh, <laughs> I totally got there thinking about that. Uh, but that's just me. Um, I have a weird, depraved. Uh, I can I can only achieve orgasm thinking about wrestlers bang. Fair enough. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, so yeah, Zelina Vega, uh, CN, they're there. Um, you know, Rusev looks like he's finally getting a program yeah. with Nakamura. Uh, he cut a really fun promo. That guy, he's 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 like Rusev is the Paul Rudd of WWE. Yes, it's I impossible think, yeah. to not like Rusev. That, that's a great way to put it. Oh, excuse me. Um, Old fashioned, dude. You're right. Uh, Manhattan. Man- Manhattan, actually. Manhattan. Uh, All right. um, we fancy. Rusev has the most amazing quality I've ever seen from a WWE wrestler. His to be, thighs. Well, yes, but but <laughs> he it, that man is completely impervious to bad booking. It's true. He, he, when is Rusev not over? <laughs> I know. The Rusev Day thing got so, and it's so stupid. It's the dumbest thing of all time. It's so he, he, he one day said every day is Rusev Day, and yeah. the next thing you know, it's the bi- biggest selling shirt there is. Yeah, and calendars <laughs> and everything. And, and and then the the boneheads in creative decide to break up Rusev Day for no apparent reason. Yeah, and Rusev is still fucking over. Rusev is still <laughs> fucking over. I would I would like for him to to take it off of Nakamura. I don't think yeah. really. You know, they haven't really. It hasn't, it hasn't been exciting with Nakamura. It hasn't. And unfortunately, you can say that about Nakamura's whole career in WWE. It's just been kind of a letdown. And I know that he's come to the twilight of his career, and he put in some real hard years in New Japan. He did. And I'm sure he's f- fucking having a great time, comfortable, making some bucks. Oh, I don't know if you follow him on Instagram. That man's enjoying his life. He's, yeah. He's enjoying this extended vacation, paid vacation with WWE. Hey, you know what? Yeah. Like you said, he uh, he put in the work back yeah. in New Japan yes, and, and broke his body <sighs> Excuse me for, uh, for the business. So, yeah, I... I'm not saying he doesn't deserve it. I just, yeah. I just want a little more, you know, I, I want to see a little fire that, you know, the old uh, New Japan Shinsuke had. But sure. I guess yeah. uh, I guess the ship has sailed and he's just kind of going to be this guy. We, we definitely got some of that with uh, with the Styles program. And, of yeah. course, his first match in, in NXT with Zayn is one of the all-time greats. That's true. Or all the all-time classics, I should say. Um, so he's got it in him. Um, maybe he's just saving it up. And, and he I think he kind of understands they don't really have much for him right now. Yeah, they, they, they basically put the United States title on him because they didn't have anything for that either. Yeah, um, well, that's true. So then give it to Rusev. I, I agree. Give it to Rusev and then um, have him feud with uh, Almas. It would, would be the way, the way I would take that. Yeah, I would love that um, match. Uh, that's a good way to get Almas over. Um, well, he's already kind of over, uh, but you know, uh, not not on, not not to the main. Sure. Yeah. You know, SmackDown crowd as um, a whole. 
and those matches will be great. They actually had a match a couple couple weeks ago or a couple months ago on SmackDown that was very good. Yeah, and they yeah. could. And I mean, if you give them those two guys time, it'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, Rusev uh, is great. We had a c- contract signing on SmackDown with the ladies, and you know, it wasn't. It was one of the better contract signings because I hate that whole idea of doing that. Usually. Another one of the bad trips. Yeah, it's something that they overdo. But I really like how Paige has settled into her uh, position as GM. She's really kind of gotten into a groove with it. Yeah, uh, you, you don't often see um, face authority th- uh, authority figures work out too well. Yeah. Um, just because it, it takes away a lot of the uh, conflict, yeah, um, and you know, conflict is important when telling stories. Yeah, especially um, combat stories. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but but it has been refreshing. She's she's got her own uh, uh, strange take on it. Yeah, um, I can't quite put into words what she does differently. Um, maybe well, actually, you know what? I can. It's that she's logical. Yes, in, in in her decisions. Yes, she doesn't just put A and B into a match together to do it. Right, th- th- there's reasons behind her actions, <clears throat> which make which sounds so stupid, but uh, it, it makes all the difference. It really does, you know, just common sense. And uh, jumping back to Raw real quick, this this popped in my head. I read it in uh, Uncle Dave's newsletter here that um, apparently Vince rewrote Monday's Raw that afternoon mm-hmm. because he wanted it to be more happy. Uh, he didn't. He wanted faces to go over. He didn't want heels to persevere. Um, I think it may have had something to do with uh, with George Bush Senior's uh, uh, memorials and everything like that. They did the Ted Bell salute for him. Raw was in Houston this week, and Raw was in Houston yeah. exactly. Which, so. which, which makes sense, but also doesn't Vince have some XFL stuff to do right now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, he, he, he got his piss segment a couple weeks ago. I don't think uh, he needed another one. All right, so XFL. Let's uh, let's divert here. Oh, you know I'm excited for the XFL. <laughs> oh man, right down the street, man. DC getting their own team. Oh, I, I already decided I'm an I'm an XFL Washington fan. Uh, okay. I, I just hope that they don't end up with a racist name like the other uh, uh, Washington <laughs> football team. Um, I don't I don't. I'm not putting anything past the me. Washington Scalpers. <laughs> what? I'm sorry. What's that? No, no, no. Ticket scalp. Oh, it means. Uh, what's it mean? <laughs> it means. Oh shit! Uh, really? Yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Oh well, we're still putting in a bunch of t-shirts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Vince. Vince will find a way to spin oh, yeah. that. Um. Yeah. That should. I mean. I'm excited. What the fuck? Who cares? It's so stupid. Um, I have a morbid curiosity towards yeah. it. Uh, I'm not a fan of football. Right. Uh, it's been widely established. Um, and I've known that for a long time, but is that because you hate the NFL, or is that because you just hate football as an institution? I I, I mostly hate um, the fact that I had to run games for 10 years. Oh, you, you, you <laughs> developed a little resentment to it. because of uh, No, not of... a little resentment. <laughs> uh, metric shit ton. A titanic-sized... Uh, level of resentment towards it. Um, so yeah, I I'm that person who gets joy out of trolling people when their favorite team loses. Fair enough. Um, I bathe in their tears. Uh, it's it's a glorious thing because fuck that team forever. Um, but uh, but yeah, you know, on a whole, you know, there, there I ha- I've had some issues with the NFL and the way they've handled things. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think there's an American alive who who. <laughs> Is not going to say that one way yeah. or another, yeah. right. and it's not for kneeling; it's for other things, yeah. uh, mostly you know domestic violence and yeah. stuff like that. But and they're handling of concussions. And yeah, shit. that that's yeah. also a thing. So yeah. yeah, I definitely have my problems with it. But um, you know, 
it'll be the first football I'll watch in uh, in many, many moons. And, you know, I'm curious to see. There's still a lot of work to be done. All they did was announce uh, cities. They haven't gotten team names. Right. We, we, it's not going to start till 2020. 2020 or? Uh, yeah, 2020, yes. Yeah, that would yeah, be yeah. Over a year from now. Right. right. Because the a the AFL or whatever the, this new one is that uh, uh, Ebersole's son is doing mm-hmm. starts in uh, February okay. or March after the Super Bowl this coming Super Bowl so they have a year head start on Vinnie Mac um, so that actually that could help and hurt uh, it could help because they'll kind of see what uh, you know what changes that they're doing that they could uh, avoid or what's working that they can pile onto um, you know I don't think it's definitely not going to be extreme. Uh, no, no. I, I, I don't think we're going to have the ball at the 50-yard line and two guys running full right. speed at each other anymore. But I do hope that we get um, customized jerseys again. I, I would love to see He Hate Me come back. He hate, I, you know, <laughs> I feel like if they don't bring He Hate Me back for some kind of like opening ceremonies at whatever city is closest to where he played, I don't even fucking remember. Shit. Uh, call whatever the XFL championship trophy is. Call it the He Hate Me trophy or something. Uh, like. the, he- <laughs> <laughs> the He Hate Me cup. <laughs> um, but it's not like a cup. It's a it's an athletic supporter cup. There you go. Yes. Because yes. that's a very a, Vince a McMahon cup. thing to do. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. Uh, one other thing about uh, the XFL, I was really surprised to see such major markets. Um you know, I mean, it, it was all the major ones. It was it was uh, Los Angeles, New York, Washington D.C., um, Houston, um, Seattle. Look um, at you, fucking, you're all boned up when you're XFL. I am all in on the XFL. I love a good shit show. I love watching a dumpster <laughs> fire, and and that is what this is going to be. It is. It will um, be. Let's see. Let's pull up XFL here. I believe it was all but maybe one of the the cities. uh, New York, Dallas, Houston, L.A., St. Louis, Seattle, Tampa, and D.C. Yeah. uh, Those are the eight. uh, Those are some major markets. Uh, St. Louis being the smallest one uh, based on what I think I just heard. Or Um, Tampa. I'm not sure. Or Tampa maybe, yeah. Uh, St. Louis may be a little bigger. um, Yeah, and and most, if not all, of those cities host an NFL team. Uh, I don't know if this is McMahon uh, coming in swinging dick or whatever, uh, which he's been known to do. Yes, very um, much so. He might also be setting himself up for failure there, but uh, also, yeah. But you know what? Respect game, recognized game. He's 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 going for it. You uh, know, he's dumping a lot of money into it, and I either he's just delusional, um, or he really thinks he has some kind of winning formula to make it work. I think it could be some combination thereof. Uh, <laughs> well, there's, we're not, I don't think we're ever going to deny the fact that he's at least a little bit delusional. I mean, as he hasn't gotten to where he is without without you know delusions of grandeur at least. Yes. yes. Um, so yeah, it's 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 still over a year away, and a lot of stuff to be uh, to be hashed out uh, in terms of who would be available to play, whether they can get NFL players in the offseason, if they will allow that, and. You know, recruiting people. There's a whole shit ton of thing yeah. happening here. Um, so, you and know. it's an uphill climb for sure. I mean, that, that yeah, that, that is you know, how are you? How how do you convince uh, some of the top recruits coming out of college to, uh, to eschew the NFL draft and right. go to the XFL? Unless you're a super huge mark for, for WWE, I don't right. know. Yeah. Which I don't know if yeah. uh, how how many are. I mean, I imagine there's. I'm sure there's a few. <laughs> there's a few. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what kind of contracts they're going to offer. Yeah. Whether it's uh, some kind of guarantee bonuses. There's a whole, like I said, there's a whole lot of whole lot of things that need to be settled. But uh, definitely have my eyes uh, uh, peeled uh, and, and and looking at it just to just to see what kind of shit show this guy cooks up this time. Who would you like most like to see Vince bring onto the pregame show for the XFL Sundays? 
Oh God. Um, okay, that's a good question. Um, Jimmy Hart. Jimmy Hart. Oh, that's a good answer. Yeah. Oh, that's a really good answer. The Mouth of the South. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I think he he would be he'd be yeah. great. Uh, I think I think uh, Jim Ross would be the obvious choice if they were well, on yeah. bad terms. Uh, let's see. Uh, we could have anybody but Michael Hayes. Anybody but Michael Hayes. I, I think, think we can all agree there. Obviously, yes. yes. Uh, um, I would like to see Big E on the pregame show. God. Uh, Big E is a huge football fan. He did. He Big played too. He did. Right? He played. Uh, I, I believe Iowa, Iowa State, maybe. Yeah. Um, I think like, he, like, he had not, like a... not one of the big big schools, but uh, right. But but it's still a pretty you know uh, well thought of program. Uh, yeah. Program. Yes. Um, I could be wrong about that. You have to fact check me there. Yeah. But, whatever. Um, but yeah. But I, I don't would worry. Lo- Somebody's I think... looking it up right now. <laughs> we'll get a comment on Facebook or a tweet letting us know. Speaking of Biggie, uh, uh, all you listeners should go onto his Twitter page right now and watch the video of him eating a burrito. It is the greatest. It's as great as that sentence sounds. Oh, God. That, he's such a fucking delight. He's probably right under Rusev. If not, yeah. it's 1-1-A one, one yeah. with just impossible to dislike this guy. He's hysterical. Uh, his his Instagram has always been great. His Twitter is on top of it. Um, that guy. He seems really well-liked by his coworkers, too. It seems like everybody yeah. behind uh in the backstage loves Biggie. Yeah. I want to be his friend. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I want him to give me a big bear hug. He was he was he made pancakes in the backseat of a car during a ride along. He got like an electric griddle and an instant batter and was making pancakes for Kofi and um, Xavier Woods in the back seat. I missed that episode of Ride Along. I'll be honest, I've never watched a single episode. Um, but, but, but see, if, but if I was going to watch an episode of Ride Along, it'd be the New Day episode. That's a good one. That's a good one. Um, Maybe AJ in the, in the in the Good Brothers too. Yep that that one was fun. Uh, there, there's been a whole, there's been a number of them. Uh, I'd avoid the one with JBL. I'd avoid anything uh, with JBL. Yeah, I, I, I think we can agree on that. Uh, Actually, if I could fantasy book a ride along, give me all four members of the Undisputed Era together. Because that could be incredible. Oh, man. Bay Bay. We haven't even gotten to NXT yet. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. NXT had a killer episode. So this is the new tapings uh, that happened last week. Spoilers are out there if you want to read them. Um, but it's uh, been confirmed that at TakeOver in um, for Phoenix. the Rumble. Phoenix. Phoenix yeah. Yes. Um, it's going to be Aleister Black getting his rematch for the title against Tommaso Ciampa. Um, so that should be outstanding. Johnny Gargano still kind of in the mix here. Um, and I think they booked, uh, I think they mentioned a cage match that would be happening between Gargano and Black. Yes, I um, I actually did not read the spoilers. So I thought we were going to be getting uh, Gargano Black at TakeOver. But um, now you're telling me that's not true. So that makes sense they're doing a cage match. I, I, I really expected when they were having this um, war of words in the uh, in the ring last week um, and Champa egging them on like the little shithead. He is so, so good. fucking good. Yeah. Um, and then yeah. he took that black mask at the end, which is incredible also. But um, Ate it. Um, but yeah, I, I, I was really expecting that this would be the time, you know, because uh, they were talking about doing it at TakeOver, I, I believe... Unless I'm misremembering, Black uh, said I'd uh, you know you and me take over or whatever, right? Um, in a steel cage or one of the or no no I'm sorry Gargano said steel cage and then I was really hoping for Alistair Black to say I'll do you one better Hell in a Cell drop the mic and have you, have have your first NXT Hell in a Cell match and I, I think that's Ooh. a story that would deserve the Hell in a Cell. Ooh. Don't get me wrong, I I will settle for a cage match between the two. Yeah, their first match at Takeover um, uh, War Games too was phenomenal. Yeah. Um, and this could be just as good. Did I jump the gun? Did they not confirm that on this week's show? 
I'm not sure if they did or did not. No. Again, I did, I did not read the spoilers. Sorry. No, 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 no. no, no. It is confirmed. This it was is tweeted confirmed. out. Okay. Tweeted out by uh, Tommaso Ciampa. Uh, Black and gotcha. Gar- uh, Black okay. and Champa for and, and, uh, and, and, at Phoenix, and honestly, that makes sense because especially because there's a lot of talks of Black being brought up to the main roster. Yeah, th- this will tie up all the loose ends. Um, yeah, no, it it it, it is official. Um, so so there's that, and then they're doing a number one contenders tournament to get into a fatal four way to determine Baszler's next um, opponent, and as of right now, Bianca Belair is the first one in. So um, I think she should really get a shot sometime soon because she's pretty damn good. I agree. Uh, Bianca Belair has really improved. I mean, uh, it, it's easy to forget. <laughs> you make yourself comfortable there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, it, it's it's re- it's really easy to forget that uh, NXT is still at its core developmental. Yeah. Um, because of the te- the amount of talent they have there. But Bianca Belair is is a perfect example of, of that system really working. Uh, yeah, yeah, homegrown, since, homegrown. Since she uh, debuted in NXT, whenever that was, um, she has improved leaps and bounds almost by the week. Yeah, and, and oh. she's uh, I believe she's still undefeated. Undefeated. Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah, because she beat Mia Yim a couple weeks back. Yes. Um, and you know they're doing. You know, usually when uh, a new talent comes in, they win all their matches, and then, you know, they lose eventually. But that's kind of uh, n- not being the case anymore. Mia Yim lost to uh, Bianca Belair. Yeah, Keith Lee lose to Lars Sullivan last week. And uh, there was another one. Oh, uh, uh Punishment Martinez. My favorite. You, you, you're your boy. I was thinking about you all week when I was watching NXT. Punishment Martinez loses to the bro, the king of bros, um, which, good. Uh, you, you know what? I'm going to say one thing. I, I, I'm kind of more in your camp. I'm not the biggest fan of Punishment Martinez. I, I didn't quite understand the signing. But I actually thought he put on a nice little TV match with Matt Riddle. Okay. Uh, um, he showed that he he's a little bit more than just your typical big guy. He does have a great look. You can't take that away from him. He looks menacing. Yeah, he's big. He's he's got the almost like the Drew McIntyre kind of. He's more of he's a Baron Corbin out. than a than a Drew McIntyre. Definitely more of a Baron Corbin, especially once the once the match starts. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, exactly. And, and you know what? I respect him for doing those spinning uh, spinning jump kicks and stuff, but they just don't really look that great. No, <laughs> they don't no. Look it, it looks like what was the the Mad TV character? Look what I can do! Oh, uh, uh, Stewart. 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 Yes. Stewart. No. <laughs> that's that's what they kind of remind me of. Uh, so yeah, the kid. <laughs> now every time you watch it, the, you're gonna the, hear the that. gritty reboot of Stewart with starring Punishment <laughs> Martinez, <laughs> uh, with the guest appearance from the Undertaker. <laughs> Because he's essentially trying to steal his gimmick. Um, he could be Undertaker's son. <laughs> Apparently, there's, there's like a photo of Undertaker's son who's like this really awkward-looking ginger, uh, which is hysterical. Yeah, yeah, I, so, I, I, I've seen some old uh, old pictures of gangly Mark Calloway or Mark yeah. Calloway. Is that his name? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. When he was a high school basketball player, not right. a great look. Didn't look like he was. Uh, Doing too well in the lady department. Then. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, you know, I, I was I would argue that he's still not. I'm not really a fan of Michelle McCool, but that's uh, that's me. Uh, you know, she's fine. She's. Do you remember that weird short storyline when uh, uh, back in right after the invasion when DDP tried to cuck the Undertaker? I vaguely, <laughs> I vaguely remember that. I knew you were going to find a way to work the word cuck into this podcast. You know me too well, and you fucking did. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch! I fucking knew it. <laughs> <laughs> well done. You got it in there. You got it in there. 
Um, Podcast is not over, buddy. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, so Matt Riddle, he's another one of the guys that is kind of impossible to not like. He seems, oh, yeah. you know, you know. Obviously, he recorded a uh, an intro for us back in the day. So thanks for that. Thanks, Paul, mm-hmm. for making that happen. Uh, still waiting on the Jordan Grace one. Make that happen, please, with a uh, personalized message that I can masturbate to. Um, mm. But uh, <laughs> uh, Mark is not on the Jordan Grace train. I I am not not on the Jordan Grace train. I I I, I think that she has a lot of great qualities um she doesn't do it for me in that department sexually sexually uh she doesn't do it quite for me uh, not exactly my cup of tea respect her a lot um it's very much my cup of tea i i, I could I, I would like to watch her kick your ass i'm gonna stick my dick in that I, cup I'd of watch tea that. oh jesus <laughs> um anyway back to matt riddle <laughs> also oh, yes yes sure um uh, <laughs> handsome fellow um yeah, I, I, I love watching Matt Riddle. I, I love this this bro character, this stoner character. Um, yeah, I love I love the intro. Like I, I love when he comes in, kicks off the he kicks uh, off the flip flops. Flip flops. Yeah. He, you know, he's got a great look. He's 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 the total package, and, and, and it really helps that he's legit. Um, also true. Uh, you know, you, you, he's not just some silly stoner. Yeah, who, who is some, for some reason beating guys like Punishment Martinez, who is, has a really threatening look. Right, um, or knocking out Cassius Ono in, uh, in ninety seconds or whatever, Six or ni- seconds. yeah, ninety seconds. What the fuck? Um, yeah. um, anyway, uh, Matt Riddle is, is a lot of guys that I knew. I, I back in high school, I went to a uh, a school that uh, was known for its wrestling team. Okay, the wrestling team they, they were legit. They won states every year, uh, and um, they were also the biggest partiers I've ever met in my life. Yeah, the yeah. biggest group of stoners I've ever met in my life. So it's it's kind of weird seeing Matt Riddle um, checking all those boxes b- for b- you. Basically, being a part of my high school wrestling. Team. Um, <laughs> shout out to Reservoir High School. Yeah, um, there you go. Shout out. What what did you play? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I played smoking pot on the bleachers. <laughs> any uh, any extracurriculars? Any clubs? Um, I, I, AV club, I, chess club. I briefly uh, was on the newspaper. Okay. Um, d- right. didn't go all that well. Uh, I didn't really care. No. But just... also the, the 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 school publication wasn't exactly uh, the New York Times. Okay. So. All right. All right. Yeah. The Cuck Chronicle. The Cuck Chronicles. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Uh, what else happened on NXT? I think that's about it, right? There was um, a uh, Forgotten Sons uh, thing in yeah, there. Yeah, and I didn't care. I, I just cannot care about the Forgotten Sons. I, it's it's what it's the other. It's uh, Wesley Blake, Wesley Blake, uh, Steve, Steve Cutler, Cutler, and um, and, um, and Cock Diesel Boy, yeah. Gunner. <laughs> yeah, Gunner from TNA. <laughs> yeah, yes, exactly. Yeah, I uh, still so I can't, still can't remember his name in uh, in WWE. Uh, Jax. Jacks Reichs ja- Reich Riker J- Riker Jacks Riker maybe Riker Jacks it's something like that Bike Jacks the biker it, it, Sons of Anarchy yeah um, generic GI Joe character yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah yeah speaking speaking of which is their gimmick supposed to be like soldiers with PTSD or something I I, I don't it's been like hinted at but I don't quite understand I don't what no but for. like forgotten that's like the name of a legitimate biker club isn't it. Maybe I don't know. I think um, like I, I, I don't uh, know if they're just trying to rehash Aces and Eights. Which, uh, why would you? Which exactly? Well, which was a rehash of NWO and was not very good. Right, but it was yeah. like you it know, was a biker. It game. was a biker right. game yes. sort of thing. Uh, yeah, I. Uh, I don't. I'll hold out um, judgment. I'll hold out judgment uh, for now, but I don't see much promise there. No, I mean, with, with, es- with especially the, because I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not taking anything away from them. They're they're all fine. Wesley Blake had a good run with. With uh, Buddy, Buddy Murphy. Murphy, yeah, but none of them are 
we, you know, who's Janetti there? <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. Uh, he's the Janetti, and he's forming his own stable now. I mean, right. I just don't see them making it much past uh, heavy, getting squashed by heavy machinery. And that's the thing yeah. that the tag team division in NXT is pretty fucking solid right it's now. It's great. It's great. You mm-hmm. got the Street Profits. You got Heavy Machinery. You got the Undisputed Era reigning supreme. Yeah, and and you know maybe even a a, a free bird or or you know what? Let's go with New Day style. Yeah, Undisputed yeah, yeah. Era now maybe sucks. Thanks, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, with with Bobby Fish being healthy again. Although yeah. apparently next week he's going one on one with uh, EC3, EC3, which yeah. is a match I never really thought about. That could be a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think it stems from when um, they attacked EC3 and Fish put his leg right. in the. They tried to pilmanize him or whatever. I I, I did hear that uh, um, Bobby Fish referred to um, briefly by maybe Morrow as a. Uh, as the chairman of the uh, the UE now, which I love that. <laughs> oh, Morrow. When when uh, when never leave us again. Bobby Fish bringing out the uh, the customized undisputed era chair was one of my favorite minor moments of the entire of year. of Wargame. Yeah, yeah, that, that not was... just the war games of the entire year. Of the entire I loved, year. I loved that. It was pretty great. They're just the kind of pricks who would do that. Yep. Spend their afternoon taping the undisputed. I actually like to think that Bobby did that by himself and then brought it to show the boys. And they, and they and, <laughs> hey guys, look, look and, what and, I did. And, and did exactly that, and they all and they actually all were like, "Oh fuck yeah, we're doing this." <laughs> of course they were. They're dicks. <laughs> I love them, but I they're so them. great. And did, they cut a promo from like the back of a U-Haul truck because <laughs> yeah, they got attacked by war raiders. <laughs> right, <laughs> that's hysterical. <laughs> they're in a fucking U-Haul truck. <laughs> I want it to be. I want it to be like not even a real U-Haul. I want it to be one of those ones you get from Home Depot. Yeah, yeah. yeah hourly, like, like, rent me for fifteen dollars an hour. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. The, um, the only thing that w- w- would would make that even better is if like, like maybe one of the War Raiders was driving the truck or something and crashing, uh, and then it just became like this, uh, like, like almost like a Simpsons opening montage. Like, <laughs> like, like they get attacked differently every time. Oh no! Please let's let's make that happen. I. Have them both run and push it over. I mean, Braun could do an ambulance by himself. Sure, yeah. Why couldn't Hanson and Rowe do, do it the both of them? Shit, I think they might be stronger than Strowman, together, at least. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know how many ways you can really take this this gag, but uh, I think they'd find a way. <laughs> oh, you could have them in... Uh, in a bathroom stall or something? I, uh, well, we just had the porta potty I'm trying to think of stuff that Strowman hasn't done. Oh, right. Because he did a lot of he did. crazy, stupid tests of strength. Um, I don't know. Because you have to have a spot where you can fit four dudes. So that adds a little more, another wrinkle to right. it. And something reasonably flippable, I guess. Yeah, flatbed truck. Flatbed truck, yeah. But then again, but kind of, kind of rehash. The same yeah. thing. Um, stage, nope, no, Strowman did a stage. Strowman did the stage, yeah. I yeah, believe he Stroman, killed Kane. Uh, was, oh, no, he did it more than once, yeah, because he did it with Owens and Jinder Mahal as well. Right. And one of the things, the, mm-hmm. the one that didn't get injured. Um... Yeah, I don't know. I'll think about it. Yeah. Um, I, I, you know what? How about this? How about they just pick up uh, Michael Hayes and then uh, just run him into a circular saw so that he's uh, in two pieces and then they each have a piece of Michael Hayes to uh, to beat down the Undisputed Era with? I don't really know how to respond to that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm not opposed to it necessarily. <laughs> I'm oh, sorry, my my undying hatred for uh, Michael Hayes. I am I am by no means a fan of Michael P.S. Hayes and his fabulous Freebirds. Doc Hendricks, Doc Hendricks, cuck. An asshole. 
<laughs> um, New Japan. New Japan. Yeah. Let's so talk we're uh, we're we're heading. We're on the road to Wrestle Kingdom. It's a, it's a month away. Under a month away. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, yeah, it's kind of snuck. Crazy. As um, fast as everything happens, that kind of snuck up. Yeah, I mean, it, when you get to Survivor Series in WWE, you know, uh, there's a little bit of the doldrums before Royal Rumble. Yeah. In, in that time period, but but you do kind of feel like you're on the road to WrestleMania again. Right. And, and it's kind of easy to forget that. Oh, the best wrestling event of the year is less than a month away. Yeah, I know. Um, and that card looks incredible right now, the way it's shaping up. Um, we'll have to see what happens at World Tag League. Uh, I believe it's going to be, for us, early Sunday morning, maybe 2 a.m., something like that. Yeah, yeah I'll um, watch it when I get up on Sunday, yeah. probably. I, I, again, I, 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 I will say I haven't been following New Japan as closely as I normally do recently, just because of life. Um, and there's not a whole lot going on. You gotta tell but, me that. Um, but uh, I believe that the main event, or not the main event, but uh, the main event besides the finals of World Tag League is going to be uh, Goto defending the Never Openweight Championship against Kota Ibushi. Right. Um, which will lead somehow to possibly Will Ospreay versus Kota Ibushi at Wrestle Kingdom. Yes. Which, which, just, which is just the icing on the cake of an already incredibly stacked card. Yeah, that is that is a match yeah. I will not need pants for. Oh, uh, no, Because no, no. um, Ospreay's been out nursing rib injury, I believe, for, yes, uh, for a better part of two months now, I think. Yeah, uh, let that boy rest up. He's still young. He, 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 uh, he's got a long career ahead of him, hopefully. Um, yeah, and uh, Christ, we didn't even mention this. There's been a lot of, uh, well, not a lot, but some comparisons to... The way he's been working to the way that a, uh, a Dynamite Kid did. Right. And, uh, uh, he just he, passed away. Yeah, just passed away this week ago. on right. his 60th birthday. Yeah. Um, personally, I do, really don't have any stories or, or memories. I never really watched any of his stuff back in the day or since. So I really have nothing to add other than I remember vaguely the British Bulldogs, but yeah. not, you know, it was at a point where I didn't, you know... Um, care about you know the way people worked and and how good they were. I was just like, oh, who the, who the fuck are these guys? Yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat there. Uh, Dynamite Kid was a little bit before my time, um, but uh, but going back and rewatching some things uh, over the years, and also just seeing the influence he had on guys like, um, particularly guys like Bret Hart. Uh, yeah. Bret Hart has gone on record saying he thinks he's the greatest wrestler of all time, yeah. and that nobody influenced his style more. Yeah. Um, you know, you never really. We never really want to bring up Chris Benoit, but but no, but, but. but but guys like Benoit, Guerrero, uh, Dean Malenko. Guys, you know, yeah. um, those guys really took a lot from Dynamite Kid, and Dynamite Kid had his own personal issues as well. Uh, yeah, um, again, apparently a raging asshole. Yes, yeah, that's the, yes, <laughs> that, that, that's what I was getting at. You don't want to um, speak ill of the dead, but that that from right. all accounts. Yeah. He was kind of a prick uh, um, but, in his but, personal life. But, you know, that, that, that that's kind of the way the business worked then. Yeah. Um, I'm not defending that, but that's just kind of the way it was. I mean, it's why you see guys like JBL are still company guys. Yeah, um, yeah drunk tweeting Cody, telling him that he could kick his ass yeah. or something like that. And, and then telling him his dad can't save him now. A, a, a real you. class act there, JBL. Fucking yeah. JBL. Yeah, and, and his excuse was literally, oh, I was having fun. He was having fun, Maggle. Yeah, like, it's just locker room yeah. talk. Jesus fucking asshole um Uh, but yeah um it kind of makes me want to go back though because everybody you know is talking about the 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 matches dynamite kid had with tiger mask and and back in new japan back in the day or uh, all japan whichever one it was um that was uh, i believe new japan okay um the infancy of new japan it could have been all japan i I might be off on that um also i believe that was the first ever five-star rated match from dave Meltzer was a tiger mask versus uh versus um Dynamite Kid. Dynamite Kid. They had a series of them. So, yes. uh, so yeah, you know, I kind of want to go back and 
and check them out. Maybe uh, when when Marty gets back, we'll do one of those for a redo or something. But um, that would be fun. Yeah, uh, and, and also there was another death this week actually. Uh, Larry Hinnig. Um, oh yeah, that's the, right. Father of the Kurt Axe. Hinnig. Yeah, and um, of grandfather, course, grandfather of, of uh, uh, Kurt Axel. Of the team. Yes. Yeah, of Michael McGillicuddy. Yes. Again, I I said Dynamite Kid was ahead of my time. Larry Larry the Axe Hinnig was way ahead of my time. Yeah. So I don't have a whole lot to add to that too, but also I felt the need to say rest in peace. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. Same. I never really, I don't think I've ever seen a match with yeah. uh, with the Axe, but, um, you know, know, know him from his legacy and obviously, you know, watched a whole bunch of Mr. Perfect sure. matches and uh, have seen a lot of Curtis Axel over the past couple years as well. So, uh you know, feel for the guy, uh, you know. He lived a nice full life, though. It wasn't a... Uh, a no, it wasn't an out-of-the-blue thing. No, I mean, I believe he was, like, 84, yeah, 85 was, years old. He was in uh, his 80s, I believe. It, it, it wasn't one of those all-too-common um, right. um, premature wrestling deaths. Yeah, so, so that's, oh, you know, I guess... A, Glass half-full way. Yeah, way. sure. Yeah. The, the good thing yeah. of somebody dying. Yes. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, if you want to put it that way. Uh, so back to Wrestle Kingdom. So, okay, so we've got Omega and Tanahashi... Right, Omega Tanahashi uh, should be main eventing. We've um, got Jericho and Naito. Yep, which the first match was great. This one should be just as great. And then we'll probably get uh, Ibushi and Osprey. Mm-hmm. Um, Cody. Cody. Um, I, I don't know. Who, I, I would assume he's defending the U.S. Championship. Right, you would um, think, but there hasn't been anything. Uh... Did, did he ever have a rematch with Juice? I don't think so. Uh, because I, I don't see a spot for Juice on that card either, except right. for maybe in there. Okay. All right. Uh, so so uh, we'll pencil that one in. The Bucks, I think, are not booked yet on the card officially. Um, although I heard that they are uh, en route or in Japan at this point for the finals of the uh, the world tag, of the we, world tag yeah. thing to set up an angle, probably. Yeah, they, they they might take on the winners of that. I would imagine. Um, who who I, I believe the finalists were uh, evil, Gorillas of Destiny, Evil and Sonata, and Evil and Sonata. Yes. Right. Um, so that's Tongaloa and Tamatanga, right? Yeah, t- okay. Tongaloa and Tongatanga versus uh, Evil and Sonata, which should okay. be a great match. It should, it should be a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, I would have personally liked to have seen my boys Tomohiro Ishii and Toroyanu in the finals, but you know, <laughs> but you know, I'll take what I can get. Yeah, yeah, that's that's uh, that would have been good. But um, hey, I just do you think Liger will be at the MSG show? I think so. Yes, I, I was actually going to bring that up to you because uh, um, I fucking love Liger. All the listeners know that uh, you and Marty are uh, going to the uh, Madison Square Garden New Japan Ring of Honor show. I will be joining them for yes. that. Um, so Chris and I have been discussing the possibilities of who we might see, and it's not looking like the Elite are going to be No, there. probably not. Although there's yeah. there's still a possibility sure. that some kind of handshake agreement or one-off thing can be done. I mean, they don't need it to sell tickets. It's already, it's already sold, it's sold out. out right. um, but still, to, to, to keep goodwill... I feel like they kind of might at least try to get them for something. Like, I, I was, you know, we bought these tickets kind of expecting these guys to stick around and, yeah. you know, to see at least Omega. Right. Because, you know, we've seen Cody and the Bucks and, and, <clears throat> and the others a while. I do think that Liger will be there. Um, he's shown up to pretty much every major show, okay. you know, even at his age. Um, and also... Uh, He's been at, I believe, every um, uh, show they've had stateside since okay. they began doing those couple right. years ago. It, it'll probably be in some bullshit eight-man tag. I don't whatever, care. But I just want the music to I hit. I just want to see fucking light. I yes. want the music to hit. I want to lose my fucking mind, and I want to see him just do some crazy shit. Yes. I don't even see him do... Just just, just go out there and have some fun. Just go do something, yeah. Just, just go, go do, do just, something. Just, just, yeah. just go stand in the ring. Even if he doesn't get tagged in. Well, I'd rather... I'd still rather him get tagged in, but yeah. Um, all right. Who else... Uh, all right, so... 
asking you your your top five people you want to see at the at the New Japan Madison Square Garden show. Are we including the elite in this, assuming that they're going to be there or not? Be let's there? let's keep with reasonable expectations. So no. <laughs> okay. So no. Um, well, you know, number one with a bullet for me is Ishii. Uh-huh. I am Ishii's a huge boy. Ishii fan. Yes. I, I love him. I, I I think that he's able to put on a good match with anybody. Um, he's it's a killer. He, he's unique, um, especially for our American eyes. Yeah. Um, to see someone so stiff in, in, in sometimes meaningless matches. Yeah. Uh, someone who will just go out there and, and uh, give it his all. It's almost uh, Mick Foley-like. And in some ways, actually... A little tougher than, than Mick yeah. Foley uh, sometimes. Uh, not taking anything away from the hardcore legend, but um, no, but um, different be- style. Beyond that, for similar reasons, Suzuki. Yep. Um, carries um, an enormous, uh, almost like a Lesnar-like quality to him. Yeah. He's, he's got this final boss he's feel to unfuck him. with a bull. Yes. Um, unless your name is Ishii, and yes. then and then you will at least try to trade uh, oh, forearm shots with him. God. And I, I, you know, sickening. And, I love it. You know, I, I, uh, I'm all for uh, the safety of the performers, uh, no matter what. But I'll be I'll be asking for a refund if I don't get to see them bludgeon each other in the face <laughs> at least once or twice. Um, and of course, uh, your naturals Okada, uh, yeah. Naito, and Tanahashi. It'll be an honor yeah. to see Tanahashi. Uh, yeah, w- truly one of the greatest of all time. Sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Liger's probably top of my list. And, and, and Liger would be on that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because I fucking love yeah. him. Um, you know, I think probably uh, the, the list is essentially the yeah. same. Uh, maybe maybe throw in a uh, Osprey if he sure. if he yep. makes his way over. I'd like to see him uh, perform. I've never seen him. Um, maybe uh, Kushida. I saw Kushida yeah. at, at oh at, at, at Ring of Honor. Yeah. yeah, actually, uh, also um, uh, Meltzer uh, reported that there was a chance. Um, yeah, he's getting scouted. That he yeah apparently pretty heavily. Um, and well. uh, Dave can be off with his uh, New Japan. Um, Sources every now and then. Yeah, he can, but he's usually, you know, more often than not, he's kind of spot on with, with who he say, uh, you know, is getting interest from people. So yeah, and, and this isn't the first report that I've heard of uh, WWE being interested in Kushida. Okay. I think he'd be a great addition to Two Hundred Five Live. Does he uh, speak of the English? Any? If he does, not know? well. Okay, um, right. I, I'm not. I, I don't want to be quoted on that. I, I don't okay. know. All right. um, but uh, two. But you know, he, you would think he would be going to Two Hundred Five Live. It's, yeah. it's the least story-driven of all of the uh, programs on WWE, right. so so I, I think that there's a, a, a place for them there, for sure. Yeah, or, you know, the, they're looking to set up these uh, these franchises all across the, the world, so... He'd be a great person to have in NXT Japan. Yeah. Yes. God, can you, like, imagine a time where there's, you know, five different NXT shows, plus Raw and SmackDown, and maybe 205, if that continues to exist? I can't keep up now. I know. Uh... I guess you just have to pick and choose. Um, you know, I, I, I think if if you have, just uh, keeping it simple, if you have, you know, regular NXT, NXT UK, which I still haven't watched at all. I've seen not, um, a, not, second. not a second of it. Not a second. And I hear there's some great <laughs> yeah. matches on there. Yeah, and, and I like a lot of those people. Uh, and I'll definitely watch their takeover, which I guess is going to be in Liverpool or Blackpool maybe. Mm. Uh, I don't know. They, they have a takeover uh, right. on the 13th of January or whatever. Yeah. I'll watch it, but I know nothing about what's going on there. Um, if you give me NXT uh, proper, NXT UK, maybe in NXT Germany with uh, Walter. I like Walter, so I'd probably yeah. at least try to watch that. Um, NXT Japan, and maybe even like a Mexico or somewhere in yeah, in, uh, in somewhere in the south, or some, South America, some, something lucha, yeah, something lucha heavy. Um, yeah, I mean, I I don't know if you just follow which takeovers coming up next and just try to watch that for a month and just disregard everything else, or if you just stay committed to. 
NXT proper in yeah. Japan or, or whatever. I, I I don't know. It, it's it's going to be fun to see how that shakes out, though. Yeah, it, it'll be interesting yeah. to see how how they actually execute it. Yeah. Um, and you know, I feel like uh, the perfect person that they could get for a uh, for an NXT Mexico, um, Ben Gala. Ben Gala, the 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 Bengal Tiger, fat luchador. For, oh, you weren't, you weren't, uh, you weren't. You never watched lucha. God damn it! I'm sorry, I, damn I, Ben Gala. That, that reference is lost on me. I do apologize. That was my out, and you I, fucking. I, I could tell that was your you out. I wanted nothing. the laugh. I just couldn't. You, had no, you couldn't even fake a laugh for me. <laughs> Fuck you, man. I brought the podcast to you. Oh, you're such a fucking cuck. <laughs> God damn it! You get the out. Fuck off. Glorious. The Rough House Podcast is a weekly podcast. Glorious. The Rough House Podcast is a weekly podcast featuring one guy whose radio dreams came true and another guy who failed miserably at being a successful broadcaster. And Marty. Follow us at Rough House SGW on Twitter and Facebook.com slash The Rough House Podcast. Become a donor to The Rough House at Patreon.com slash The Rough House Podcast. And check out our videos at YouTube.com backslash channel backslash capital U C E G J 2 one N lowercase W capital G lowercase K capital P M lowercase L capital D N seven lowercase C three lowercase R lowercase F U V Q. This is the, the Rough, House, Rough Pod- House uh podcast with Justin and Christoph. That's it. Fuck Christoph, he's terrible with his information. The preceding presentation was brought to you by the Realm Network. You saw what the McMahon family did for Daniel Bryan to turn him into a business acceptable contender. Here's what we'll do for you. We can turn you into a corporate entity that people will respect, will fear, and will pay attention to. Someone that draws money. Someone that sells merchandise. Someone to be one note. Someone to shove down the crowd's throats. So you've got long hair, and you can bounce around the ring in exciting ways. What you need is jean shorts, colorful t-shirts, and a salute. Let's just say you're an indie darling, and people are really looking forward to your debut. El Generico. Here's what you need. A bright t-shirt, the most generic of salutes, and jean shorts. McMahon McMakeovers. We have Arizona jeans on speed dial. Now say you're someone in a tag team that was really lighting up the indie circuit, and you're looking to make it in the big league. We'll fire your partner, give you a salute, slap a colorful t-shirt on you, and give you the freshest pair of jean shorts you've ever seen. Or say you have thousands of moves, everything from figure four leg locks, missile drop kicks, brain busters, to shooting star presses, plus great Greco-Roman mat skills. That's not what you need. What you need is a shoulder tackle, a bright t-shirt, a salute, and some jean shorts. McMahon McMakeovers. No color is too bright, no salute too generic, no shorts undenimed. Maybe you're a stewing, brooding, dark, mysterious character from Parts Unknown whose backstory people are dying to know more about. Well, how about we send you off to visit some sick kids, give them a salute and a bright color t-shirt, and you're going to be wearing jean shorts. At McMahon McMakeovers, we can turn you into who we need you to be. McMahon McMakeovers. (laughs) 